This episode of the podcast is brought to you by waking up in the middle of the night from night terrors, punching your significant other in the face, and then soundly going back to sleep. Pretty strange that we keep running into each other. It is strange. Maybe it means something. I doubt it. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Frank. I'm Zach. by Zach. God uh, damn it, I can't just say it. Sorry, go ahead. No, no go ahead, say your name. I'm Zerk. Ah, you fucked it up. Oh, it's going to be a long day. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about 2016's La La Land. Yes. Damien Chazelle. Damien Chazelle. His sophomore feature. Yep. Made Whiplash. You really enjoyed it. I did like Whiplash. I don't know why you don't like this movie. Well, we'll get into it. Uh, it's a musical. It is a musical. And I personally don't like musicals. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of musicals. You're also not a big fan of like cliche romance stories. Yeah. Which is why I was surprised while this watching. This isn't really a cliche romance film, though. Isn't it, though? No. Isn't it, uh, though? We, we can, we can... I can get a little higher pitch we, here. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it, though? We'll go... <laughs> I don't believe it really is. Isn't it, though? <laughs> we'll go tip for tat. Okay. Um, but, so, if you don't know what it is, well, you want to... You, uh, well, let's do our normal thing. Okay. You go down the list, and I'll discuss the, the, uh, the plot here. <laughs> All right. So, La La Land came out in 2016, like you said, directed by Damien Chazelle. You have Ryan Gosling playing your main character as Sebastian Wilder. Mm -hmm. You have your other main character, Emma Stone, playing Mia. Mm -hmm. You have J.K. Simmons playing Bill. Yeah. And you have John Legend playing... John Lennon. Jind. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if John Lennon was in this movie. Another movie with John Lennon. But like the guy that played him in Yesterday. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was gonna think of a quote from him, but it's over. Go ahead. Yeah, and that's it. That's all I put in the movie because yeah. that's that's all that. That's all you need. It's it's mostly just Mia and Sebastian. I mean, J.K. Rowling isn't even or Simmons. Sorry, J.K. Simmons. You don't even know. <laughs> J.K. Simmons isn't even really in it. No, but like he's a big name, so he's, I put him. He's in a it. big name, and he also he's kind of got like a funny like little he's, appearance in it. He's got like two things. Yeah, but dances. I I, appreci- I I appreciate his scene. I do too. Um, so basically what this movie is about is a struggling actress, mm-hmm. Mia, who moves to L.A. because she wants to become a very famous actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's kind of like working at a coffee shop in Hollywood Studios. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh, and she's kind of like seeing all these like famous actresses come in and out. And she just kind of is in like this wanderlust of, I wish that was me. I wish I was you. And then Ryan Gosling's character, Sebastian, is... A pianist, a struggling pianist. musician, I would say. Yeah, uh, and he's extremely passionate about jazz music. Yes, and he is like, I want to open up my own jazz club, and I want to have people come to jazz because jazz is dying. Mm-hmm. And it's true, it is. Get the word out, jazz is great. <laughs> um, and you know, and then they find themselves falling in love with one another, and. You know, trying to advance their careers while also supporting one another, even though they're kind of going in two different directions. Yeah. And that's where I guess you would say, like, this isn't a classic romance trope. Right. Which is what I just said. And you argued with me that it was. I said, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say I fully agree with you. Uh, So, uh I, again, I'm not the biggest musical fan, no. but I still think that this movie is important to talk about as for how musicals do go, because I, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I don't look, I don't go out and see tons and tons of musicals. 
um, I maybe have seen five in my entire life. Frank, we just went and saw Cats last night. Oh, God, no. I did not want That looked horrific. That movie looked horrific. God. Um, So I can't. So I don't know how much significance what I'm going to say, what that like really truly means. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, this is probably the best musical that I've seen. Can you call it a musical? Why would you not? There's three musical numbers in the movie, and then the rest is just they oddly break out into dance every now and again. That's just not true. That's very true. That's just not true. There's the opening scene, which is a little out of place. So the opening scene, I will admit, for me, so when I first, I did. So look again. Mm-hmm. When I when I went to go see this movie, I was not excited to see this movie. I know. Uh, and I saw it in theaters, mm-hmm. and I was sitting with. Um, whoever I was with, and that opening act happens. Yeah, it's a weird and opening act. And I, I turned to I turned to the girl, and I was like, I don't think this is going to be for me. <laughs> and she, you know, I was like, give it a shot. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. But I think that about 30 minutes into the movie, mm-hmm. after you get through, like, the very overly produced musical numbers. Yeah. I think it's it's still weird because you're in a world where people just start singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. And I always and that's have that, always weird. I always have that problem with musicals because right. I, the realist in me is like nobody yeah. just gets it's, out of their cars and breaks out into dance. Understandably. Even flash mobs are weird. Yeah, and that's actually a thing. That is a real thing. Um get a job. but I do feel that like once you get over like the first quarter of the film mm-hmm. and it becomes more just about their relationship and their singing with one another and it's not nearly as theatrical i would say it's more like subdued and a little bit more intimate that's where the movie for me does excel and the and the the music isn't so eye rolling for me and it's and it's not so like oh my god this seems so out of place because in most musicals i feel like you you feel like you're watching a musical mm-hmm. like you're like okay i'm i'm in a movie but for me this movie almost feels like a stage play yeah and there is a there are very unrealistic aspects of the movie, but I think that's kind of the point. Like specifically when they go into the um, the astronomy room. Yes, right. Because I was like, "What the fuck? They can fly!" Right. It's but a very it's, nice scene. It's very beautiful. To, like at the end of the day, you can't deny that this movie is gorgeous. Yeah. Like the it's just so beautiful, and I think watching it a third time. This would be my third time watching La La Land. It's a movie that is it grows on me every time I watch it, mm-hmm. where I find myself giving myself to the film and just accepting that it's not supposed to be this super realistic movie that's based on a hundred percent in reality. Mm-hmm. It's more of a it's more of a theatrical piece of of art that I'm experiencing. And I think if you kind of think of it that way as get out of like the realist head and just give yourself to the movie, I think that it becomes a lot more enjoyable. Plus I think the the music actually is pretty good. The music is good. And 
the actual like music numbers aren't terrible. No. I noticed too. I don't know if you noticed like the very first scene where like you're opening up and it's the highway and everybody's like jam packed yeah. and they're going through the cars. Yeah. The first three cars, it's the same guy in every single is car. It? I didn't notice same that. man bun guy. Oh, is it? In every single one and I was like, what the fuck? That's yeah. weird. I didn't notice that. But um, um but I do know but I did notice uh how really well directed this movie is because that opening scene is all one shot. Oh, I don't know really? if you've noticed that, but no. there was not a single cut in that entire opening scene. The entire dance number going over the cars, going mm-hmm. through, there's not a single cut. It's all one continuous shot. That's pretty cool. And it's really impressive to watch. Parkour is not dancing, though. They do a lot of like flipping and stuff. That's not <laughs> dancing. Just because um, you can bounce off a car and bounce back doesn't count. Um, but yeah, so, and then as for like the romance, I find myself again. I was eye-rolling it the first time I saw it, and mm-hmm. then now the third time I watch it, I am finding myself giving myself to it okay. more. Um, and I think you would probably... I think you need to watch this movie a few times to mm-hmm. appreciate it a little bit more. Um, I mean, I like, Ryan, I like Ryan Gosling in this movie, and I tend to not really like Ryan Gosling because he mostly gives like zero emotion in every film that he's in, and he's always just like a face. Well, that's why like you, you brought up the point, too, where it's like the first 30 minutes are hard to get through. Yeah. And I agree... Because, honestly, like, the first 30 minutes are really hard to get through. Yeah. And then the second 30 minutes, I started to, like, really kind of, like, enjoy it. Yeah. Because Ryan Gosling, for the first first 30 minutes, does not give any emotion, does not really care about, like, what he's doing. I think, honestly, to me, like, he's just saying the lines. He's not really, like, giving yeah. it his all. Mm-hmm. And then when it starts to become more known that, like, he's really interested in jazz and he starts like talking to Mia and then they start talking about jazz and like that scene of when she's like oh I hate jazz and he, and he takes brings her, her to the club yeah. yeah he takes her to the club and I start to see that emotion from him I'm like okay like you're you kinda, actually yeah, you actually it, care about it's this like, role yeah and I think like slowly over the course of the film you see him actually kind of blossom into a better actor, like, throughout the film. Yeah. It's kind of weird to, to see it happen, but you are watching it kind of happen live. It's, it is odd. It is. And I appreciated that Damien Chazelle went for all of this, except for the giant numbers, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, all of, like, the, the Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone stuff is all live singing. It's not, like, pre-recorded in a studio. Say, like, and then and And I... And in a way, I kind of appreciate that, like, Ryan Gosling isn't the strongest singer. Mm-hmm. And Emma Stone is actually pretty good. She's not bad. And honestly, like, I feel like she carries a lot of this movie. Yeah. She definitely is, like, the main star of this entire film. Yeah. But I appreciated that he went in that route of doing actual all live singing. And if you if you watch, like, the making of this movie, and it's really astounding to watch how... You know, specifically when when she meets him at that party where he's like doing like the eighties band <laughs> take on, and me. then um, you know they like end up walking. He ends up like walking her to her car, mm-hmm. uh, and they they find that bench overlooking the city. Yeah, and that's a nice scene. It's beautifully right. I yeah. mean, the 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 lighting and everything is all beautiful, and it's all real. Like it's all natural, mm-hmm. like real light that's happening. And it's really impressive to watch Damien Chazelle be like, okay, we have like maybe maybe three takes to do this Mm -hmm. because we have to go through the entire scene and then restart and then, and then do it again and then do it one more time. And by that time, 
after that, the lighting's going to be gone and we can't do it anymore for today. So to watch him be like, okay, let's fucking do this and get the shit right like the first time so we don't have to like keep doing this over and over again because again, we don't have this much time. We have we have 25 minutes maybe to like get this and after that it's over. Yeah. So to watch him like work with them and like have them do all that and go through like the choreo- the choreography and dancing and all that, it was really interesting to watch a director who's really passionate about music because mm-hmm. I mean, his first two films are all based around jazz music specifically. Yeah. Um, which is why, too, like, when I saw uh, Bill in there, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. He's going to make him play the fuck out of the piano. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so what were your issues? What didn't you really like? Was I mean. It, was it basically just, like, the romance aspect of it? Uh, or is it was it just no, the, romance, the musical? The musical pieces to it? Because I went in fully expecting that it was going to be a musical like how Sweeney Todd is where it's like every three minutes yeah is like a song explaining it's the not. scene it's not so I mean I it was a little confusing to me on like what the idea was for a musical because I don't count like just them choreographed dancing for a second musical numbers but did they do they dance and not sing they did where and when what the fuck they did it like three times but i'm asking when because i genuinely don't remember uh there was a couple of times where like they were in the park and they just did it for no reason they they did like a small little like montage of like them as their relationship is blooming and they just do it out of nowhere like when they're going when what is it i think spring when they're just kind of doing like a montage of how their relationship is blossoming and they're just they they just like twinkle their toes for a second and then keep walking and I'm like that doesn't count. <laughs> um I did however really like the aspect where it's in present day but there's this whole like 50s 60s vibe to it. Okay. Like with the jazz and like a lot of like the the buildings and like even so how some people are dressed where it's kind of like that 50s style. Yeah. I really liked that but then Later on in the film, they just completely drop it. And I thought that that was a really cool aspect to go off of, especially to like in the beginning, like the first shot where it's very like 50s kind of like beach vibe to it. Yeah. And Ryan Gosling's car in the film. Yeah. And what he's listening to. And then the whole jazz aspect. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then towards like, I think it's fall when like their relationship starts to kind of like they have like a couple of problems down the road mm-hmm. and they just completely drop it. They, they don't do like that aspect at all until like the very, very last scene. And I'm like, this is kind of a waste. Like you yeah. have like a really cool concept going yeah. here with it. Yeah. How about, I think the, the relationship though is, I think that their relationship is a good dynamic where she, it's kind of like, it, it almost is kind of like hedging towards Ryan Gosling or Sebastian is, kind of becoming more successful than her yes and she is continuing to kind of struggle at these auditions and she can't like land any acting gig and then all of a sudden he is becoming a rock star basically overnight even though you know he's becoming a rock star and he's becoming famous and he's making good money but he also hates the music that he's making yes because it's not pure jazz it's not like pure jazz it's, it's like this new age jazz kind of fusion almost. yeah it's barely jazz at yeah. all it's honest he's not he's not really doing jazz at all no he's not having fun really with it no but it's just but it's paying it's paying very very exactly. well exactly um 
and then she you know she confronts him about that they have like their argument mm-hmm. towards like the end of the movie where she's basically just like are you even enjoying what you're doing and he's like that's not the point and she's like that is the point i think you're losing yourself here um you know with all that like you know you, you know a year ago when we first met you would kind of never have been like this right and now you're all of a sudden just selling yourself out yeah for money uh and you're making music that you don't really care about and then he kind of throws it back at her where it's like like what do you care like you don't even like jazz right and then she comes back where it's like i like jazz now because of you yeah and then he burns a bag, I think, in the oven. Wait, no, nah, he's looks, co- he's not looks, cooking a bag. It looks like a bag. <laughs> what is it then? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I think that their relationship is a very good... It, it, I feel like it's not super unrealistic on mm-hmm. how their relationship kind of falls apart because of how they kind of go in different directions. And they have their problems, but they they mutually decide to, that it's not going to out. really work because she ends up getting her acting gig and she ends up going to... She has to go to France. Yeah. And he is trying to stay in L.A. because he wants to start up his, his uh, jazz club. Mm-hmm. So they kind of just say, like... Not now. I'll, yeah, it's kind of yeah. like it's it's kind of shitty because like they're really good when they're together. They they truly do love each other, and she says that at the end of the movie where she's like, "I'm always gonna love you." But you know, it's just kind of like right person, wrong time. Yeah, where it's like you're you both have these really really big aspirations, and you really want to like do something special, but they're in different fields and the requirement is like you kind of have to give yourself to that entirely without focusing on anything else because the only way that you're going to become successful is if you fully fully give yourself to what you're trying to create here yeah while and just trying to balance a relationship isn't going to work there you know and that's why too like i i honestly really enjoyed the ending to this film yeah like the last 20 minutes of this film i really enjoyed because yeah. it's almost like it's almost like the beginning where she's now walking into the coffee shop mm-hmm. and like she's asking for the coffee and she, like the the cashier is like star stricken mm-hmm. right there just like how she was and I was watching it with Jess and Jess like actually got pretty mad at it once she sees like she heads back to the house and she has a husband and a kid and it's not Sebastian right and she was like this is bullshit what the fuck was the point of the movie and like while I'm watching it I'm like yeah I mean it is a very realistic. It's a realistic setting. more take. It's, yeah. it's it is kind of like okay, like again, like it, it isn't the stereotypical where it's like you know we fall in love, where we we go through the a good three quarters of the film in love, and then at the last little you know end we get into a we get into an argument, we break up, and then at the end we find each other again. Well, we love each other, and yeah. then that's it. This movie is more like we fall in love, we go through it, we have there's kind of like one small fight or yeah. one fight. There isn't like, there isn't like the big kind of like, you know, end all be all fight where it's like, Oh my God, I hate him yeah. because you know, they kind of have their fight. She goes back home to uh, wherever she lives. And then he comes back there like a day later and he's like, yo, you got to call back for like, whatever, mm-hmm. like, you know, like we're, we're doing this shit together. So like they never, they never actually really break up in the movie until they mutually decide that we need to just go our separate ways right now and maybe we'll find each other 
when we when you know if if the time comes but at the moment it's not going to work no that's so cool. i i appreciated that they didn't go that route where it's like oh we're in love and you know oh my god you're you're a successful actress i'm i i did my thing you did your thing now we're back now we're back together again yeah i'm glad that they went the route of her having found somebody else and having a new life and then him being able to start his jazz club and do that fully because i don't know if they don't give you enough to see but you could argue that sebastian is kind of like the savior of jazz because he started this club up mm-hmm. and it's packed. Yes. Which is really great. And yeah. there's younger people in there because right. they bring it up to where I think even Keith says it, where it's like jazz is dying, man. You said it yourself. Like, what do you want to do? You want to play for 90 year olds? No, you got to get like the kids involved. You yeah. got to get them like excited for it. And that's how you save jazz. And that's where like that jazz fusion came in. Yeah. Which is all right Look, but it's I'm, not jazz i'm all for like new wave jazz like i i listen to a lot of like new stuff that is kind of incorporated with like electronic mm-hmm. and whatnot and it's definitely i i am not a you you and i differ with our jazz yes preferences. we do i really like super chaotic mm-hmm. uh like just crazy intense jazz and you really like your smooth yeah. jazz um i like something where it's like i can listen to it on like a long walk and just be like, I didn't murder my family today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and Don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we differ on our jazz preferences, but we both still, I think we both appreciate one another's. Yes, I, I do appreciate chaotic jazz. And I really appreciate like how he's, like Sebastian's describing it yeah. when he's showing me yeah. everything, where it is honestly like jazz is just making stuff up on the fly and like just compromising and working together with your bandmates where it's like, okay, like the trumpet's going to come in a little bit more now and everybody kind of like lays back until like the piano finds a spot where he can go in and the the trumpet lays back and the piano takes over. And I really like that. And the ending almost fucking got me. The ending almost was like, fuck this movie. You fucked up. I hate this. With what? Because when Mia and her husband, like, go to the club and she doesn't realize it's Seb's. Right. And she sees the sign and she's like, oh, fuck. Right. They have the chicken on a stick. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> she was so against that. Yeah. No, but, like, when they sit down and I really enjoyed, like, when Sebastian sees her and then realizes and it's like, all right, here we go. And then he starts playing the piano. And I loved how, like, it closed in where it's, like, the spotlight on him. Yeah. And the spotlight on her and everything around them was, like, nothing. Disappears, yeah. And then I was going to get really pissed off because they did almost, like, a flashback to, like, when she first saw him playing for Bill. Right. And he just came over and, like, kisses Kissed her. her. Yeah. And I was almost going to be like, fuck, did they really do it? Where it's, like, this was all just like the worst case scenario but this is how like their actual relationship turns out yeah and then once it clicked in my head where it's like no this is more of just like what would have happened if everything was perfect in their relationship right and the ending where it comes back to them and they give each other like one last kind of like little nod and and they know they acknowledge they know yeah they know like what they had was special but it won't ever be again yeah and they've gone in two separate paths and then it ends i thought that was a really great ending yeah i agree 
Um, I agree completely. Uh, and then I, I liked I like Mia's character because she's in this world of people that are so obsessed with like the LA lifestyle and mm-hmm. like the facade of looking soup, you know, similar to like American psycho yeah. or um, even like nocturnal animals where it's like these like super rich people that are like, Oh, you know, I'm like, look at my new suit. Look at this, look at that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then she has like the realization of like, this isn't what I want in life. Mm-hmm. This isn't, you know, I don't care about all this crap. I just want to be happy. So when she decides I'm going to like, she decides to leave her boyfriend. Um, and she, she it's kind of weird. That I was funny. I, I had an issue with it the first time I saw it. Cause I was like, Oh, so she's just cheating on her boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I just wasn't a huge fan of how Damien Giselle went about how she broke up with him because mm. he's not, he, he's a character. He's a, he's a nonsense character that doesn't really doesn't, need to be in the movie at you all. Know what? That's the thing too, is like, if you hadn't like put, I think his name was Greg. Maybe. If, if you hadn't put him in it, the story wouldn't have been any different. No. Like you, but, you could have easily just not put him in and not had like this weird thing of like, she has a boyfriend because yeah. by the end of it, like, she leaves anyways through dinner and then still makes it to the movie with him. Right. And there is, and then he's never mentioned. No, ever like again. that's it for him. Yeah, it's, it. it's not like he comes back and like, he's holding up a boom box no, no. playing shock the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I agree. And then, you know, I watched it a second time and a third time now, and maybe it's just because I've accepted it that I've seen it so many times that I just know what's going to happen mm-hmm. that maybe that's why I don't mind it as much. But I know the first time I watched it, I was like, eh, <laughs> And, you know, again, I'm not here to defend this movie saying it's the greatest film ever or whatever. I, I, I acknowledge that there are definitely, like, some issues with it. And I know that it's not a perfect movie by any means. But I still think it's a good movie. And I think it's worth talking about. Especially, you know, I actually had an interesting conversation with a girl named Kendra where she was telling me how she didn't like La La Land at all. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. She was like, are you a fan of musicals? And I was like, no, not really. I was like, I don't see that many. So then she kind of went on this like little rant about how she could understand how somebody like me who doesn't go out and pursue to watch musicals all the time would enjoy the movie. Mm -hmm. But if you really do enjoy musicals, she's like, it's really not that good of a one. So... I don't know, right? Like I yeah. can't I can't say I can't agree or disagree with her because I don't watch that many musicals. Mm-hmm. But she was basically just kind of like the music isn't really all that great, although I feel differently. I like the jazz, I like the music. I like the jazz. I'm into that whole aspect of it and I for the most part give myself to their love story. She felt she feels other uh, you know otherwise and she says it's not that good. So Again, I don't know. I don't go out and watch a, lot, a whole bunch of them. But I think if you're in in maybe my position or mm-hmm. even your position, because you don't seem to hate the movie. Uh, I just have issues with yeah. it, but I don't hate no, it. No, you don't hate it. Uh, I think it's a fairly enjoyable musical piece mm-hmm. that you can find things that you really do like about it. Whether, whether it's strictly direction, like, again, Damien Chazelle's actual behind the camera work is very impressive during this movie. Yes. The the cinematography is gorgeous. There are very elaborate, beautiful set pieces in the movie and they kind of deconstruct Hollywood 
and they kind of show you like this is how they make movies mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool to see the set pieces be not what they really are like what you see in the movie is very different from like what's actually going on in the real world and like how they build around it um and I like that too, where it's like when they were walking and they were like quiet on the set, and yeah. like you see the two actors like doing the number, and then as soon as they hit cut, they're like screaming at each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Which it, I'm sure is like an actual thing that happens. Absolutely. Them. So I like that they kind of show you Hollywood in a more realistic way, but also in a, you know, in this beautiful twinkly way where it's like you know it's the greatest place on earth yeah and i like that that's how they kind of showcase hollywood where it's like it's the greatest place on earth to be if you're if you're successful in it Mm -hmm. if you're not then it's really really a rough place yeah and you know she kind of goes through that struggling actress i mean it's just like time after time she goes home crying and she's upset and she's like fuck this i'm done i don't want to do this anymore and when she finally makes it she's so happy yeah exactly uh you know so it's kind of like it's a tough business Mm -hmm. and then he's more of like not really into all the glitz and the glam and he's more of just like a purist and he's like we need to like take a step back and just focus on the music and and the classics and all that um so i don't know i think they have like a good dynamic with one another and i think that if you like, if you like romance movies, you're probably gonna like La La Land, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that there's something in this movie for everybody to enjoy. Something there's, that's why there's like, some part of it. That's why the jazz for me was definitely where like I felt like okay, I'm really into this now. Yeah, Ryan Gosling's piano playing. Did he actually? Play I don't the know, piano? man. But it looked he, like him. I don't know if he was actually. Playing I don't know it. either. But if it was, it was fucking impressive. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and, and it made me want to like try and learn the piano. Oh my god, I want to learn how to play the piano so bad. I've always said it. Um, it's just you know yeah, time, time frames. <laughs> um, my wife, my wife will leave me. <laughs> um, and that's it. Yeah. I think I think La La Land is a good movie. It is a good movie. I don't think it's, it's not a great, gr- a fantastic piece of cinema i don't think it's the greatest movie ever although it won fucking every award in it the book it won everything it did it won fucking everything <laughs> um so i think it's worth a watch mm-hmm. and i think again you're probably gonna find something in the movie that you do genuinely enjoy like my girlfriend did not like it she's mm-hmm. she liked everything except for the music she was like i don't care about the singing she was like that always just takes her out of it yeah but she liked the love story and she liked the the actual plot of mm. her becoming a struggling actress and her and him a struggling musician and you know them trying to find their ways and all that and I think the core story is very good yes I think that story itself is and again too like I really liked the idea of like how they're trying to go like as characters like she's a struggling actress he's a struggling musician and yeah. I I like that idea of like they struggle together and yeah. that's what brings them together in the beginning yeah I think it's a movie worth seeing yeah uh. And that's it. So, uh, Zach. Frank. Take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits.